When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Siri, give me H-Town Soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. What up, H-Town? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. My name is Rudy Segura. Tonight, we hope to get kicked off with some Houston soccer sports. And like always, I'm joined by Christian Potalias. What is good? What is good? Welcome, welcome, everybody. And Rodrigo Segura. And, you know, I was going to I was gonna go with Lopez Gutierrez. <laughs> Lopez. Yeah, exactly. What's up, man? How you been? All good, all good on this side. How's everyone doing tonight or today <laughs> when you're not, listening to this? Good. Not not too bad, but what's it called? I guess since we waited for your ass for like 20 minutes, can you tell us what show you're watching and, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. let the people know how it's going? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Netflix, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, the, the new season that just came out. It's actually pretty good. You know, we're kind of doing a whole binge watch and... We're already in the ninth episode in three days or so. <laughs> so, but yeah, something casual. I recommend it. drilling people's heads. Yeah. It's a little bit slow, but it's interesting. It's really interesting. Of I guess you, uh, I was telling you uh, before we started recording that I was wa- I would try watching it, but for whatever reason, my Netflix wasn't working. But I watched like the real episode or the real documentary with him. The dude was like so like nonchalant, like oh yeah. I, I ate his heart and just like cooked it with potatoes and it was delicious. And you're like, the <laughs> hell? Like, it's pretty freaking. Yeah, awesome. this is actually, you but... know, the, the characters played by Evan Peters, if anybody knows who that is. But yeah, dude, like, who is that? Guy? Exactly... I don't know who that is. That's he the looks... guy that does American Horror Story. If oh, you watch yeah, Marvel I'm movies, saying. he did the uh, Quicksilver, which is the fast guy. Oh, X-Men, really? That does the slow mo. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. So, He's like, yeah, f- American Horror Story is pretty good. Uh, I think he's done like 10 seasons or nine seasons. He's the not cool guy. Like the one that didn't die basically. Right. He's to me, he's the cool guy. He's the guy that does a slow-mo in the X-Men. That I really like. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, it's funny. He places the same and they ask him like what you did it, why you did it or whatever. And, you know, he's basically trying to get him to plea insanity. And he's just like, no, dude, I, I, I did it just because I did it. Yeah. <laughs> like all like, no, I, I was, I knew what I was doing basically. <laughs> and what were you going to say, Christian? You were going to say No, no, because the, the first episode is basically a whole like, I think it's the first or second episode. It's like a whole backstory of basically how he ended up all fucked up. But uh, it, it's, in, I mean, it's interesting, but also at the same time, you're like, damn, this is crazy. Like people do this. The only thing do? I'm going to add is from that the documentary when they talk to like, you know, they talk to classmates, they talk to coworkers, they talk to that neighbor, that black lady that lives in front of them and stuff. And uh, 
but the talk to the dad and everybody's like okay showing his face and the they when they talk to the dad they're like the only reason the dad's talking to us or he agreed to talk to us if he could wear the sunglasses because in his mind he doesn't look like people can recognize him bro it's just like this huge black glasses but he, like they keep showing pictures like from like you know the seventies, and he looks exactly the same. And I thought that was a little, <laughs> you know, whenever they say like I'm invisible, you know, like when the little kids, I'm like, hey, I have this towel, I'm invisible, and it's like basically the same thing. I thought it was hilarious. But <laughs> if in the topic of in the topic of uh, serial killers. There's also like a good documentary on John Gacy, the guy, mm-hmm. the guy yeah. that would dress up as a clown and stuff. Clown that guy. one, that one's a good one too. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. There's so many yeah. killers. Instead of Halloween, <laughs> and like not to be weird, but why is it always white people? Come on, guys, like seriously, <laughs> like do you guys get bored? Come on, white people, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, do better, do better. Well, I mean. What was that? There was a Hispanic guy, Richard Ramirez, the the Night Stalker. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, I mean, there's that guy. One. There's a, like this was serial killers, man. Like definitely, like if people get get too into Bundy, it. Ted Bundy, that was crazy. No, but I remember when we moved like to the U.S. The big one was that guy that was like killing people by the train tracks. You know what I'm talking about? Oh no, he's the, you're gonna say the. The one in Mexico, el Mata Viejitas. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that was here in the U.S., actually. Something. You know? There was a train guy. I need a Resendez. Something Resendez. Then that was it. That was the yeah, Mata Viejitas. That was the guy, Mata Viejitas. Mata Viejitas. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it right also, there. If yeah. you're, if you're, if you're into, like, <laughs> like, mental thrillers and, like, killers and stuff like that, Criminal Minds, good show. Like I get freaked mm. out every single episode, and I kind of want to buy two guns just to have around the house, bro. It, it gets whenever. Too... All right, we'll we'll start like wrapping this this. Yeah, which the thing is great because I love like crime stuff. But whenever I started traveling like for work, and I would be you know like just by myself like when I was like man I need to go to sleep I would put on like forensic files and so. Guy. Yeah, for, dude, and I wouldn't go to sleep till like three in the morning. I had to get up like to do the show that because I was like just watching the damn door, and I was like, "This show is so good." <laughs> I would just sit there and just watch it. Like those, they're freaking good. And then now I feel that I can get away with murder. So watch out, guys. Ah <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's like no one's listening to this, so you know the FBI, yeah. FBI won't come after me. <laughs> like what happened to Christian? <laughs> it's a good good thing I, you guys don't know my address. <laughs> we'll find you, man. We'll find you. And and uh, just for full disclosure, I do have guns in the house. Do not try to come into my house because I will shoot you. You know, I, I don't. I don't have guns. <laughs> I was gonna say, but, you know, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. It's Texas. We're talking about deads. Should we start with the Dynamo Dose? Is that oh, too early? I mean, great transition. <laughs> but sadly, sadly, the Dynamo Dose season is over, man. They were such, it was such a, I don't know, like, I, I wasn't say a hype by any means. I think they were great. It was great to have them, especially adding, you know, another soccer team to the city. It was fun. It kept us busy, super busy, to be honest. I uh, just was trying to cover them. 
Christian writing his articles on Tuesdays that he is like probably like, yes, I get a break, a short break, unless right. like we start hearing some news. But let's kick off with that, guys. I mean, you know, we know that they ended up losing the conference semifinal against Tacoma. Tacoma defiance, it looked like we had it, you know, 2-0. But if you are a soccer fanatic, you know, the 2-0 is always like the worst score to have. Because it's not, it, it's, I think it's really like messes with your psyche, man. I think, you know, it, it's easy to be like, man, we're 2 0. Like, it, we're good. And you really don't realize that one goal makes it a big change. And that's what happened. Kind of sucky the way it went out. I mean, two penalties, and then the guy tried to do Panenka, like, you know, and messed it. And like, did he hit, did he hit the crossbar? It went out. I don't even remember. It hit the crossbar yes, and the, then it went the over. Uh, okay, okay. But the but worst yeah. part is that if you he, he could have even hit the crossbar and it would have gone in because like I think Nelson was nowhere near it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he, it was dead center, but uh, he just kneeled and down but to like, his knees. So, but like, like any goalie, you celebrate it. like you just say that, right? That's that's what I get. Especially in the last two minutes, for sure. So. And then but. we get to that horrible, horrible you know, on goal. And, you know, it's one of those that you can try that like a hundred times and you'll probably get it that one time. I mean, it was one of those that, you know, Lima had everything to clear that ball and it was just, it kind of bounced ugly and he took a big whiff and just moved it towards the goal. And obviously like once they went to PKs, the uh, the guy to miss was Lima again. So, uh, man, my heart went out for Lima. He played such a good game, apart from those two, you know, um, those those two uh, mishaps that happened to him, and uh, that that's a rough, you know, rough loss for sure. But Christian Rodrigo, just your thoughts on overall the season? You know, maybe maybe better than you guys expected, or you know, kind of what you guys expected, or did it did it. Did the those actually, you know, went further than you ever thought that were going to be this season when it was first announced? Whoever wants to start. Uh, I'll start. I'll start. So, I mean, obviously coming in into, into the season, it's, it was new to everybody. So I don't think anybody had really big expectations of what this team could do. Um, we didn't we didn't even know, you know, who Kenny Bundy was. We didn't even know who any of these players were. I mean, the only ones that we were kind of looking forward to that, we were like, oh, these kids might be the future where, you know, uh, uh, Palomino and Castilla and then Brooklyn Reigns just because of the hype of getting them, you know, Barcelona product or academy product and stuff like that. But then, you know, you started to see, you know, these other names uh, coming in that you were like, oh, you know, who's this guy? You know, Avila ended up, you know, playing for the first team and kind of helping out a little bit. Uh, some other guys that, you know, have touched some or seen some minutes in the first team. And then some guys that you're like, well, maybe they, they could deserve a couple of minutes, maybe next year on a U.S. Open Cup or, or something like that, right? So it was a good open to see how or how the pipeline is really working in the, in the Houston Dynamo. And if we're actually making any strides into, you know, possibly in the future, you know, building more homegrowns, you know, we we always got stuck with like the memo and you know memo is great but you know one player in 10 15 years is just kind of not a good ratio you know so knowing that now there's a potential of maybe three four guys that could potentially go to the first team contribute with some minutes 
maybe one or two could actually be part of the first team at one day. It gives you a, a better picture of what it could be. Obviously, you see the coaching styles of Kenny Bundy, who literally took team and built it himself. You know, obviously, he got some pieces from outside. Uh, you know, Mikhail, uh, guys that were brought just to kind of feel the, you know, feel the roster. You know, Lafleur towards the end, Edwards that came in. But most of these guys, a lot of them were kind of handpicked by Kenny Bundy, and and he was just kind of creating his own team. We got to see his coaching style how good he is with, with his players and, you know, and everything that kind of goes into the relationship between a coach and players, obviously, you know, I've, I think I read it somewhere on Twitter and it was somebody was like, Oh, I blame Paulo Nagamura because of, you know, Dynamo two lost because, you know, if, if Paulo Nagamura didn't have fired, then Kenny Bundy wouldn't have been called up to the first team. And, you know, obviously the ripple effect of that. Right. But I mean, I think it does uh, bring into effect the fact that Kenny Bundy wasn't able to be there with literally the boys that he kind of, you know, grew up with, even though it was was a season, you know, you kind of build a bond relationship. And not only that Daniel uh, Roberts was a bad coach or anything like that, I think he did a fine job, you know, with with what he had. But obviously it wasn't his team, you know. Kenny Bundy was the main man. Uh, And then, you know, just getting thrown literally in the last game of the season and already knowing that you're going to the playoffs and the playoffs are always going to be something different. And even in, in the game, as you mentioned, you know, they didn't play a bad game, uh, you know, throughout. They just kind of imploded towards the end where, you know, their pressure kind of gets hard. Obviously, you're, a 2-0, it's a crazy scoreline. And then, you know, whatever happened had to happen. I mean, you were going against Tacoma, a really good, you know, team on, on the West Coast, right? Uh, potentially could win it all too. So you, you never know. You know, these teams were really strong. So at least we know that our youth can compete and potentially we could, you know, get a few, you know, memo products, you know, uh, homegrown products in the future. So it's a great experiment. I, I'm glad the MLS started this and I'm glad that the MLS is like starting to combine, you know, the youth with the first team and, and seeing the potential of not only bringing the kids up, but, you know, obviously the whole business side of things. Obviously, they do it for the money, but, you know, we we want to see just good players on the field. So it's a win-win for everybody. So I really, I mean, I really, I, you know, I just want to say thank you also to uh, Harris that, you know, he helped us out in the beginning. He now works with the Dash, but he was, you know, a really big help. Even in the beginning, you know, Kenny Bundy would literally only speak to us, you know, so, and we were able to get, you know, some of the guys, get to know them, you know, Mujib and, and them, uh, Papa and Doye. Uh, so it's cool. So, you know, a big thank you to them and, you know, hopefully next year we can get something bigger and better. So those are my thoughts. Yeah, Rodrigo. And so, you know, overall, what are your thoughts? And of course, there's probably going to be a lot of players that are not going to be here from that team this year, right? Yeah, I thought that was a show. I th- Thought we we're gonna close it out already, and you know, hey, thank you. <laughs> you did a thank pretty you. good, you know, you gotta summary give me thanks, of the. <laughs> uh, no, I mean that that's a great, I guess, summary and analysis. But yeah, I, I agree. They, it's something that we didn't expect to have. Um, such a great team to compete, and it does show that we do have that homegrown product that we can eventually start putting into our first team. So that's, you know, great news for us. But, yeah, that, that last game kind of sucks. It 
unfortunate the way things went down and you know maybe maybe it was coaching mistakes um you know Bundy not being there or too much pressure at the end I'm not sure um it, it looked like a team that could be you know should be competing all the way maybe going to the final but that's how it is that's how uh, soccer football is and uh, you just kind of have to live with it and keep growing but this team you know we, we can see like they're going to be growing um you know I, and I guess we'll, we'll talk about this later but those homegrown um players like Palomino and Bartlow and Nelson that are going to be joining most like the first team next year or you know that'll be the end of them we'll probably find out pretty soon but it's good to know that those players get the opportunity to play with this one develop their talents and then eventually what we want is them to be on the first team so it's been a great project all along i i hope that bundy is back um with i guess dynamo dose and the u teams and we can continue to grow this to maybe in four or five years from now if they continue to do this project then you know mostly everybody's going to get a good academy team building into the first team but so far it looks like we probably have a good team there and sorry if you hear it like this freaking master i thought it was a boo-boo seller man i thought you were getting ready for the workup but uh you know just ending <laughs> just... <laughs> i'm actually cranking up <laughs> and, uh, no I'm no like, but... can they hear that or is it just me it, it was like really away, subtle like, literally you right can barely hear it. you can barely hear it and then it got louder once he said i'm sorry uh was it called the yeah no and you know to finish it off you know this uh dynamo dose talk uh next year a lot of the games should be in apple uh plus all of them should be in apple plus so it's even better we should hopefully have way better camera angles way better well commentary wasn't awful to be honest they did a good job for you know for a league they had just started you know, maybe you'll see Christian Putalias up there. I mean, you gotta hey, go to, hire me. You know, you gotta saying? throw your resume, bro. <laughs> it's it, not it, bad other than they get tired like... of you, they'll fire you. you know I mean, it's, like... it's not great, but when look you can't at... get the players wrong, right? At least do the yeah, correct at, names at, and at line least, pre- <laughs> yeah, preparations. At least for the <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was gonna say just one one name that we hopefully can see, you know, in Dynamo Dose next year is Andre Gattel, or Gattel, right, that we've been talking about. I mean, the kid is 15. I think he's about to be 16, so I don't know exactly what that age, you know, you need to be for the Dose, but um, usually here in the U.S. He should be. I think, I, think we had a, I think we had a 16-year-old, I think, okay. Rosas, so, if I'm not mistaken. That's he, true. He was a young guy, too. So, yeah, a guy to watch out, man, because, you know, those, those type of players, it, they're kind of spe- – they're definitely special. So, you want to see them continue to pro- progress and and uh, make it into the first team. So, we'll do a quick little Dash update. Dash may have not been able to clinch their playoff uh, spot. It's getting pretty tight. I know – most of the guys here, we don't really keep up with the dash. But Christian, you did go to a dash game with your daughter. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, you can go cheap like go to my YouTube channel, Cuatro Cuatro Dos, and uh, I did a little video. I mean, I took my daughter first dash game for her and for me actually. Um, we were expecting a big old win celebration because with a win or even with a tie, I think they were going to make it to the playoffs directly. And they lost 2-0. Yeah. But bueno, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but uh I mean they they were the 
their best player was out, Ebony Simmons. So, you know, that, that had an effect because, you know, their, their main striker, I think she has like nine goals in like 10 games or something like that. Like, it's insane. Um, she was out, so obviously she wasn't there. But I think that, I mean, this, I think it's what, Sunday? They, Saturday or Sunday they play. And it's like their last chance to literally make like they they everything has to go wrong for them yeah, to not basically. go in. So I mean, yeah. I so obviously we're hoping that Dash end up making that first ever playoff. It would be kind of nice. It would have been great if they would have clinched it a while back. Uh, they dropped some games that maybe they shouldn't have lost. So it looks like they may you know get that either fifth or sixth place um, with. Care, uh, what is it? North Carolina Courage, Chicago Red Starts, and Angel City FC all still kind of fighting for those last couple spots. Um, most likely, well, actually, definitely, we won't see a uh, home game for the Dash, I believe, uh, in the playoffs. Um, just because of again where they landed on on the stats if they do happen to make it, but. You know, they play against Washington Spirit. Washington Spirit's already been eliminated. They're second to last in the standings. But Washington Spirit, you know, could probably pull upsets and may end up spoiling the goods. And we hope that that is not the case. Um, but hopefully we get more, uh, get another team in the playoffs, even if it's for a short term, I guess. Anything you want, anybody wants to add before we move to the uh, next topic in conversation? Yeah, I mean, they just need a tie, and they're good because they have 33 points, and then the other two teams that are kind of fighting have 30 and 29, so. Okay, good. And I was trying At to see. At one point, they're good. You know, they could get that last place. I was trying to see who the Chicago – oh, well, in Chicago, wrestlers and Angel City play against each other. So, oh, yeah. technically, I think we want Chicago not to win, but, yeah. Or if they do leave. win, they can win by more than four goals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or that, I guess it depends if we yeah, lose. Goal differential is three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if we lose, I guess it really depends. Depending yeah. on yeah. Man, that actually looks a little scarier than it was. So. Yeah. Oh. I mean, for a while, you know, I'm not usually a negative person, but just looking at the history of the dash, you know, they tend to like start to slow down and and crash towards the end of the season mm-hmm. for whatever freaking reason, and uh, that happened last they year. They were the worst teams, but. Yeah, like well, last year, you know, they all all they needed was one point, and they ended up losing, and they got eliminated by one point. Uh, como so, le, como le dicen River Plate, yeah, <laughs> River Plate. I mean, hace but, años. you know, best of luck to the girls. Uh, they again will be playing this weekend to finish up the season. Hopefully, they get to get more games in October uh, in the playoffs as we. Again, already saw the those end up, you know, their season coming to an end, and then the next one coming into an end soon because we already know playoffs. Playoffs are definitely out of the picture, and that is our lovely Houston Dynamo, man. Houston Dynamo. It's funny, Christian, because we you were talking about like recording last night. Rodrigo couldn't record, and then we're like, you know what? Let's just record Wednesday. It kind of worked out, right? Because we ended up getting to. Uh, and now, Rodrigo, you ended up getting to listen to the interview uh, with uh, Glenn Davis and Pat Onstad. And such a great interview. So much to take away from it. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to try to break down a lot of the things he said, you know, some of the important pieces. I mean, we know right now the players, some of them are working hard to finish up this two games remaining in the season. Some guys were uh, in international duty, just, you know, a lot of them playing for nothing. And obviously the only one, 
that is uh, going to probably showcase in the World Cup is H.H. Herrera, but he hasn't even been playing. So, uh, see, I hear you. Uh, see you laughing, Rodrigo. Or what did I say? Funny? <laughs> no, no. I was just checking out my hair. I'm like, you like my fade? Uh, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> say, man, your beard looks very nice. I try, I tried trimming my beard to look like yours, and I made it short, and I messed up. So now I need to start <laughs> over again. So, what about what about mine? Dude, your looks, yours is coming in, man. I like right here. <laughs> it's been coming in for like thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming in since I was eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta. I don't think it will get here though, dude. Next time you shave, <laughs> put some lemon on it and then jalapeno. Amazon Prime shit. <laughs> oh shit, that sounds terrible. I it worked for me, bro. Someone told me I Yankees. thought it was stupid, and then bang, look at me hit puberty at twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> you mean thirty one? True. He's like last year. Last year, barely, but. Again, Pat Austin was with uh, Glenn Davis, Soccer Matters. You know, definitely uh, Glenn and the show is one of the best things in Houston that we have as fanatics. We try to, Dynamo Theory here, we try to do our our best to keep everybody updated and uh, truly inform of everything Houston Dynamo yeah. dash those anything in the in the uh, do you guys you know like what? the kids? <laughs> what about the top ten kids? That was a pretty good one. <laughs> that was uh, a good one. Um, but we're already going to that. Sorry, I was gonna let's just get into this pat on sad thing. Fine, <laughs> hit fine, it, fine, hit fine. it, hit it. I'm just giving, I'm giving, say, hey, we didn't do the interview, you know, because you know, Glenn is is uh royalty, man, like he gives those really good uh interviews. So, anyway, so here, here's where we begin. He talks so, a little <laughs> bit, or I'll just pick a topic and then whatever you guys remember. I mean, okay, fine, let's go start with the DP situation because. I love how it ended with that, right? It ended with Glenn Davis just saying, like, so what are we going to get? We're going to get a top 10? Like, you know, like a little kid, like, waiting for Christmas to open his present. And they're like, actually, uh, our third DP is going to be Coco Kariski. And everybody's like, wait, what? Like, it was a big shock to a lot of people. Christian, I think you are one of the ones that are like, hey, I'm cool with that. I am... Definitely, I mean, dude, I love me some cocoa for sure. But uh, at the end of the day, that whole DP having that DP kind of seemed like it was something, you know, that that kind of gave you that the ability to dream on getting a bigger name per se. And Rodrigo, what were your feelings on that? Uh, you know, just knowing that basically we have three DPs or said, which is again Hector Herrera, Sebastian Ferreira, and Coco Carrasquilla. Well, let me say it right, Ada Adalberto. Carrasquilla, I always want to just call him, like, jump his first name. But, yeah, what are your feelings on that? And, obviously, those are it, and it seems that we're not moving those guys for next year. I, I, You know, I think it's fine. It's what – it is what it is, basically, at this point, you know. Um, Herrera, obviously, he's a great player. Coco under the season, you know, or season's still going, but the last few games he's been, you know, probably our top player so far. And Seba shows that he can be a definite striker and, you know, he can score goals. Already has, what, 10 for the season. Um, so I'm I'm good with that. Yes, it'll be nice to add maybe one more player, especially since if we're going to go, I guess it still depends on who, who the coach is going to be, and we'll get into that. But if we're going to add wingers, then, you know, you definitely want, I would say, an experienced, you know, DP winger um instead of just trying to get somebody from the league already or just building up players or if it's 
you know, whoever it might be. Um, but that's fine. But that that's not my main concern. My main concern, and we'll get into this. Yeah. But, and this is twice that he says this about uh, Pat just saying, if I'm not the guy, you know. He, he knows you know, he's not the guy. He's like, if I'm not, if I'm not the guy, I'm fine, you know, if Ted made the decision to let me go. But you, I don't feel like you don't want to hear that from the general manager. I feel like he's not comfortable being in the position he is. And I feel like he kind of wants an out. Um, you know, saying that whatever decisions need to be made, he's probably not up for it. And he knows whatever he does make, it's not going to be the best outcome long term, you know, in the next year or two years or three years. So I don't know. It's weird hearing him, you know, kind of trying to throw the blame on him and be like, hey, if I'm not the right guy, you can let me go. Like, do you want to go? <laughs> like, you know, it's like, is that what you're trying to say? Like, do yeah. you want to not and be to add, to add to that, like, whenever he was mentioning the fact of, you know, like, well, we were thinking for this project to, you know, give give a coach time. And then he, like, starts thinking, he's like, but we didn't give Nagamura time. And now his time is over. And now my time is clicking. And you're like, well, this is not all that great. I don't know, man. Christian, what are your thoughts on that, man? It's it's a weird situation because like it, nothing makes sense. <laughs> no, and, and and like you start to wonder like where, where where's the problem? Like what did he? I mean, he knew coming in into this position that I mean, I mean the problem was 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 deep. Like the, the hole was dug very very deep for the Dynamo, and. But then again, like looking from this side, it's like okay, we're 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 in a deep hole, right? But it doesn't look impossible to like, you know, in a couple of years, just you know, work something out and in a few windows, you know, now you have money actually backing you, so it's not like, like you know, you don't have anything to play with. You know, Ted Ted Siegel obviously demonstrated that he's willing to you know put some money out there to get some players, but it's like I feel like they're and. I don't feel like we're in a market big enough for, for like, you know, I mean, how long did it take for Matt Jordan to leave? Yeah. Like forever. Well, and that, that, that's I mean, the thing about maybe the difference with uh, Ted, you know, this guy's actually investing money. He's a good business guy. He knows that he wants, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you're spending money to make money. And if he sees that yeah. that thing is not working, then he's, he's going to be to me. You know, we obviously saw it with the way that they fired Tab Ramos after he came in. You know, it was quick, short, and that, you know, damn, yeah. just click right there. It was Ted was there, right? So Ted saw like, hey, you know, I he jumped in in July. He got rid of uh, Tab Ramos in November, hires obviously um, Pat Onstad to get rid of, you know, Matt Jordan, get rid of Tab Ramos. Now this coach is not doing all that great. Boom, fire Nagamura. So now looking at it and as a whole, it's not looking all that great because this changes keep happening and we're not really giving time when we in the beginning. And we talked about this right before we started recording, uh, Christian and Rodrigo, before you jumped in. But we were just saying like how at the end of the day, like he's just backtracking everything he was telling us when he arrived, like everything that was we're going to get a coach We're this is going to take some time. We're going to give him time. We're going to slowly you know do a turnaround and shift on this uh, squad yes there was movements that were limited last year with a lot of people being guaranteed uh contracts this season we have 13 players like if you knew you had 13 players you could probably move away 
why not keep Nagamura, right? Why not give him the opportunity? Because yeah. this this team, people can say, oh, my God, look at Bundy. Bundy took over, and it's so much better. It's not. It's literally no. the same team that in the yeah. same way that they were playing. They The resolutions weren't getting yeah, I don't. I don't know if I've seen a freaking – yeah. Yeah, so, you know, if you guys – I know I said a lot. And then, honestly, to finish off the Coco thing, because we kind of skipped it, but – uh, I, I was telling you guys that a couple of weeks ago that Todd Boger had actually mentioned the fact that uh, Coco was probably going to be a DP just because of the whole buyout and uh, for the team to save uh, or replenish uh, money for the whole uh, allocation money and all that stuff. So anyways, but anything you guys want to add uh, on what I said? Um, it, it's just It's just scary to, to hear Pat like – I think in the, in the beginning, we all believed in him, knowing his history with the club and, and everything he has done uh, for the club as a player. But then, you know, when we looked at what he did in Columbus, we were kind of, well, you know, he did a good job over there. Look at Columbus now, you know, for at one point in time, you know, they were, they were fighting for, for league titles. And I think they even won at, at some point. Now they're kind of they're like a mid-table team, you know, but they're – they're you know they kind of he pushed them high enough for them to kind of float and now they're kind of relevant again at one point so we thought he probably could do the same here but now he's he just seems to be like backtrack like Niagara, like the main example is Nagamura like how Harry insane all the nice things he said about him and then not letting him finish the season you're like, what the? F-? Like, what's going he on? He him here? like the best birthday present. Remember, he gave him Machi Achi on his birthday, like all this great, fantastic stuff. And like, then it makes like, no sense. Like, error. Rodrigo, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, like, so there's obviously a lot of uncertainty right now, but would it make everybody feel better if Pat just said, look, we have no idea what we were doing. But Look, we're that just out. reminded me of Nagamura, man. <laughs> I know that, that's <laughs> this guy. But no, like seriously, like what? What if it was just honest and be like, we have no idea what we're doing. It was a lot to clean up, but we're trying to figure it out. Yeah, I and, think it would. You know, like is, I think it would that make, make it better. Would that make it like, oh shit? You know, here's I think another... so because again, at the end of the day, you know, it, it's not as easy. Like, and that's the thing that some people believe that you know, and some people just being fans right i mean you are a fan of a team you want them to be successful every year and you think like it's fifa you know like you can get rid of people and buy players and just switch you know everything and make it better and it's not that way there's just so much behind the scenes you know there's so much that you have to do so much cleanup from the messes i mean knowing that you have that many guys guaranteed contracts when you come in that sucks you know and we definitely like not knowing that you do kind of feel a little bad for for Onstad's first year, right? Because there was some things that he was like, you know, trying to fight, not even with one hand, probably two hands behind his back. Even though he was picking, you know, obviously Achache, you know, and and stuff like that. But but it wasn't like huge or big enough to make a massive impact this first year. And so having a young guy like Nagamura come in and people refer to him maybe as a placeholder because they already have somebody else in mind. But at the end of the day, like results weren't coming. So I to me, I had always stressed the fact, especially when that, you know, transfer window was open and we didn't see anything happen. It was like you can't expect, you know, Nagamore just to be out there and with no help. Like, you know, 
You you didn't make the team any better. Yes, you added a couple of nice pieces, but not enough to like make it into the playoffs for sure. And talking about you want to have something? Yeah, go for it, man. No, I'm just saying it's like on the on the flip side of that, I think uh, Pat. On one on one side, we're like, oh, I don't know, should we trust you? But then on the other side, at least we see the fact that he's willing to make the deci- harsh decisions to help. You know, quote unquote. You know, Nagamura wasn't getting results. Well, let's just get rid of him now. You know, pull the bandaid quick. You know, he, he even said that. You know, I'm the type of guy that's gonna pull the bandaid quick. Yep. So literally, I'm 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 waiting for the be over to literally see how many heads stop, you know, start rolling basically yeah. like those steps, yeah. you know, in front of PNC, like I want to see heads rolling <laughs> down those steps, you know? Hey, see, uh, you guys need to stop watching crime show. <laughs> right? What did I say? Serial killer. Too much just... dammer. Uh, <laughs> but like he, he, I mean, he said himself, you know, and, and also a cool thing because we're going to see a lot of players stay in the team, but he's going to use them to move them around. Because, you know, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, why do we... Well, and, and okay, then we'll jump into the players now. Because Rodrigo yeah, kind of mentioned the fact about players leaving or whatever. And Christian, you know, you're saying that he, you know, he mentioned like, you know, I talked to people, you know, obviously like Onside wasn't here long enough to see everybody and, you know, see them play live or see them, you know, throughout the facilities. So it was fun fun to kind of hear the side of the interview side right he's like i talked to players and they told me they were committed this year but now i saw actions and that you know actions speak much louder so the fact that uh there is gonna be again there's about 13 he said that there's about 13 players that they possibly you know would be leaving or playing with their contracts this offseason that's again now it's like okay pan also had enough time to see everybody and what they do we already know, like, for sure, Teguino's out. We know that they want to build between, you know, Coco and Ache Ache as maybe possible number eight. And, and it seemed like a lot of the things that how he would mention it. Yeah, exactly. He kept saying, you know, these are the two guys at any coach that I'm going to let them know, you know, kind of work around it. I don't know if that's even, uh, you know, fair for whoever's coming. But, you know, they mentioned the fact that everybody that they've interviewing, they kind of let them know what their plan is and if it works for them cool if not then you're not the guy type of thing so talking about coaches as well and again there's a lot of gonna be a lot of jumping around with these topics but uh we know that uh he was in him being pat onset pat onset was apparently in europe uh you know talking to coaches to players and so forth and then asher mendelson was actually in mexico doing the same thing talking to players and coaches and they threw up the name or threw in the name, threw up, threw in the name of Jaime Lozano. And um, of course, he's not going to say anything because he's, you know, a current coach. But, you know, what if we get another Jaime Lozano, Christian, you know, a guy that limited experience in the first team, but first team experience nonetheless, man. Uh, just your thoughts on somebody like that. Not saying that that's him. You know, please don't yeah. come and add Dynamo Theory because or Dustin with a Y is going to get scared. So anyway. <laughs> so me and part of Dynamo Theory. Uh... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm here to say that Ivan Sano will be here in 2023. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I mean, I don't know. To be honest. Just make sure that whoever whoever gets the job, just be like, oh, I knew it 20, two months ago. Just say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Say that. Yeah. I knew that two I, months ago. I, have a, I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> uh, me and Pat are like this. But uh, no, uh, I, to be honest with you, you guys be, i don't know much about jaime lozano but i think the whole you know mexican connection with hh having a mexican coach a mexican player hispanic players you know like literally all your dps down the middle are are three guys that you know are hispanic that kind of have that same mentality in a way you know hispanic people play the game differently uh different passion different way of seeing the game i don't know if that works or, or not but i think it, it would help out i think it would be great i mean He's, he was a good candidate in the beginning, and for some reason, for one reason or another, he didn't come. But I think now having Ed Chachin in your back pocket, it, you know, that's that's heavyweight right there. You know, having the Mexican, you know, the captain of the Mexican national team that woke up, you know, Future having him World like, Cup as, champion. Your, as your... Write that up there. Future World well, Cup champion. Come down, come down. <laughs> uh, I didn't know Messi played in uh, Dano. Oof. <laughs> we both know but, he's gonna choke in the final. He doesn't got in Iguain to mess it up. No, I hope not. <laughs> we're not even gonna get past the group stage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, already, I know I already Iran did. or what? No, Saudi Arabia. is gonna be second. Saudi Arabia is gonna Actually, be rough. first place probably. But you, you hear, you hear here first. If uh, if the, if Argentina wins the World Cup, I'm dying my hair blonde. There you go. But I want to. So you know, you guys well can us. remind me. <laughs> Remind me of that. Uh, but, I mean, no, Jaime Lozano uh, would be a great – I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how good of a coach he is or how bad of a coach he well, is. I don't even uh, know if he was a good player or not, but good addition. No, what I wanted to for you to touch on, and Rodrigo as well, is the fact of just like – obviously, Jaime Lozano was mentioned. Yeah. But, again, it, to an extent, he's kind of inexperienced, right? Obviously, he's a, a couple years as a yeah. head coach. He doesn't have MLS experience. From the PowerPoint, we learned that man, this guy, you know, I think the word that it's getting why so, is it? the word that gets so annoying to me when he's when Pat Onside mentions it is collaboration. It's starting to sound like a Matt Jordan thing, you know. It, it just oh, it hurts, man. It's just like so core values, man. huh? So th- this is the thing. Okay, well then, knowing that information, then I don't, I really don't understand why people were so hyped about having him here. Like the people that supposedly know about soccer why would you want an inexperienced guy in in the team but i want to that's this to them but i mean i think think i mean bring somebody that knows what the fuck they're doing <laughs> just yeah dude on, at, on, this like, point, at this point in time just from the I very mean, beginning get somebody that has played uh, dude just somebody that has that been hard? in the first you know division and the yeah, yeah, yeah. at least somebody that has the system already. I yes. think that's the biggest thing. Somebody that comes yeah. with a system and a clear mind. 
And then keep, to... keep you you're like where what I was gonna say, right? We just keep building that. Preach. <laughs> no, um, go ahead. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, somebody, somebody <laughs> go ahead. No, I mean like you know, somebody that Nagamura, I think it was one of those guys that has a lot of tangibles to be a good coach, but he doesn't know what he wants to implement yet. You know, it's your first year, you're trying to test out some different scenarios. I mean, we we saw yeah, how just like Kenny Bundy. Exactly, just like Kenny Bundy. I mean, Kenny Bundy was doing the same exact thing in those, right? I don't think we ever saw the same lineup. You know, we saw some kind of similar uh, roles and stuff. But if you go back, it was never the same exact lineup all the time. You know, it was always changing. And as guys are going to keep tweaking till they figure out like something that they like. But at the same time, these younger coaches are always changing everything, man. So, you know, they use the tools. Um that it can get a little crazy and hectic uh, when it comes to just pure numbers and statistics. Um, definitely for sure. Bundy is one of them, right? I mean, we've, we've asked enough questions to know that this guy is a huge uh, numbers guy, you know, and uh, he gets along with Dustin because nerds, uh, nerds, but, uh, but yeah, Rodrigo, what do you want to add, man? No, we just got to find a, a, like we said, a coach that knows what they're doing. Jaime Lozano, I feel like if we rejected him the first time, I feel it's not worth it going back because what if he's still not the guy, you know? So you made two bad choices. One, you know, <laughs> you could have had him, but didn't. And second, you went back to him and he still didn't like prove what he was supposed to do. And playing in Liga Mekis, yes, level could be closer to, you know, compared to MLS, but at the same time, even if this team does make the playoffs, if it doesn't go far, there's only 18 teams, 12 technically make the playoffs. So, you know, it's I think it's a big difference than what we have here in the in the MLS. Well, kind of, I guess, because we go by conference. But either way, I mean, I and I don't know. I just feel like there's not many – to me, there's not many coaches available at the moment that you would want, you know, unless you're trying to invest money in like a – Thomas uh, Tuchel or whatever and bring him over here and have him yell our players and cuss him out in German if he wants to <laughs> or whatever issues they might have but <laughs> they're too soft here <laughs> right now but I feel like there's no you know other coach that you would really want to that's kind of fine or fit in into into the MLS into the Dynamo more than anything and Especially, how how do you sell how do you sell the club to a coach right now? Other than you know you try to rebuild with Nagamura, that obviously didn't work out. So if that didn't work out, why would a coach would be like, yeah, yeah, I really want to take on this project? You know, at this point, it's like, man, yeah, I really don't know what you're doing, and you're not giving me options to get players. Yep. And you're telling me I got to make it work with this team. If I don't, then that's me. You fire me. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like it's not the best project it's so. not as as much as they want to sell it as like oh my god look at this great product for you know basically flipping all, everything you said right everything you said just the opposite is like we have a great owner he's willing to spend up oh, but wait we don't we already have three dps used we can't use them for this coming season oh wait you know this who, who are we gonna pick up like all the you know mls rejects because we really can't pick up a ton of like quality players you know that want to come here because we're been you know last in the conference for three years straight like you know 
there's just not enough good things right now going for the Dynamo. But the only thing that kind of helps is having Ache Ache. I think that can definitely have a little bit of pull. And it would make sense why. On what, though? Yeah, if you exactly. can't bring anybody else. No, no, you can, but you can bring the coach. But like, you can bring a coach. coach yeah, be like, you can bring hey, like this player. You could bring and you players can. and kind of do LAFC <laughs> deals. You know, they can you know get you bell on their like what a thousand dollars of something. I don't know. You know, like tax write off. Yeah, something, dude. <laughs> but but yeah, it, Christian. Anything else you want to add regarding all this? Great. No. Yeah. No, just a cheap a cheap plug on the on the article that Dustin wrote about the f- potential top five uh, MLS free agents that we could maybe look into. So it's it's something fun to to read into, and I don't know maybe you know help out Asher and uh, uh, freaking Pat from Russia. yeah. So we're and here to help, guys. Let us know. You mentioned that, and it's funny because you know obviously like seeing it float around and in the Twitter world and stuff like people maybe bashing on it, but it's like, look at stats too. Right. Because a lot, especially articles by Dustin, they're like, everything's a lot is pushed through what uh, stats are for sure. So nerd. (laughs) Right. Hey, but if zone 14, you know, if you're getting there seven times a half and that's getting you wins, that's what you do. That's what you do. Apparently. He said you your prob your probability to win is like a what like eighty five percent yeah see I remember high nineties around something like that yeah there you go so you're saying we should just do money ball and that's about it yep Let's basically <laughs> that's I mean that's how it seems a lot of people are playing at this stage yeah. players Not are really, robots I mean, man they have no feelings <laughs> just go out there <laughs> they don't right. space ball there's a lot of improvement oh I guess they don't. I mean, the the Dynamo lost to a potential own goal with a like random ass. Clear. Yeah, for real. What was the XG on that? And so then tell me this. Not even that. What was and the percent probability the of the other team of Tacoma winning in those like two minutes? Yeah, no, you. And also <laughs> Tacoma. Why are you watering a turf field, bro? It's not grass, <laughs> my guy. Like that shit don't grow. <laughs> like just let it be. If you, if I swear to God, if you don't put water in it for a month and you come back in a month, still the same, <laughs> like <laughs> nothing happens to it, by the way, just, you know, quick shout out, you know, to Tacoma over there trying to save the planet by watering. But well, I guess we'll to try to start wrapping up the sh- today's episode. We did have a couple fan questions. Uh, one of them is about dash playoffs. Wait, wait, wait! You're gonna wrap it up, but oh, okay, fine, fine. I mean, we'll wrap it up about. with questions, but you but can get, wrap it up. But we got Nashville to talk about. It's gonna be this weekend, <sighs> man. I thought the season was over. We're gonna lose. Bro. Oh, oh! I remember. No, no, no. Yeah, we're gonna lose. <laughs> what is it like breaking news? We know that, but like, <laughs> is that <Rada> gonna play? <laughs> Actually, is that game even gonna no. play? Is it? Are they gonna get rain over there because of the hurricane? You think, or it's not really? Nah, Well, because I know it's going through like South Carolina, North Carolina. They're going Florida, Florida. No, they're far away. Tennessee is like way out on the west. In the West, bro, you do not know where it's at. You just made that up. <laughs> the no, West? No, I'm saying Nashville is way west compared to like South Carolina, North Carolina. 
Mm. I mean, said, they what? call it the Midwest. Even, even in the West. Rodrigo, where's Italy? Is it in Asia? It's Eurasia. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> what, what was that? Could you, Panada? Oh, yeah, Panadia. <laughs> Where Pasha was from? God dang it, Panadia. God damn Canada. it, Panadia. He's going to be playing. Uh, he's going to be playing with them recently. Panada. Anyways. Um, oh, okay, oh, wait, fine. wait. We're not going to talk about them. That's fine. We'll t- take the L. No, no, we'll talk about it. We'll get, we'll give it. I mean, we have to for sure. I was just gonna do some, uh, what's it called, uh, fan questions. But I was gonna say, and you mentioned the fact of ripping the bandage. I don't know if it was Christian or you, Rodrigo, but yeah, it's so true, man. I'm kind of excited because I know that as soon as the season's over, they're not gonna wait and kind of beat around the bush for like December to come around and for us to find out who's staying and who's not. I think it's gonna be pretty quick. And knowing who stays and who is gone. Is it going to be one of those like, uh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> You're cool. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically. And- literally, literally, as you're, they're walking back after the LA, uh, LA Galaxy game into a locker room. Doesn't matter the score. You're taking off your jerseys like you throw it over there. You're out. You throw it this way, you're still in. <laughs> it's good. It, no, it's gonna be like the slapping video. Remember that slapping video, like of that guy just walking around, just slapping kids and family. <laughs> the whole family. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I imagine is gonna happen. Like everybody in the meeting, and or actually one of those like, if you're in this room, you're safe. If you're not in this room, you're not safe. <laughs> I would do it for like every like, just like, wait, really? I'm going home. <laughs> or just take the jersey off and like, yeah, you're not gonna need this anymore. <laughs> so thank you for your services. Thank you for your services. Or like Hell's Kitchen, give me your apron. <laughs> <laughs> take the name off the the dressing room locker oh, thing. It sounds <laughs> awful. Peel it, it off all the time, right? I mean, this, this peel it is off. It's like <laughs> it's not new. Right? This is this is the sport. This is business, man. At the end yeah. of the day, so. Uh, I guess we couldn't do this because we'll be fucked up about it. <laughs> oh yeah, I would be so depressed. But she, yeah, for real, like you'd be. Wait, you'd be depressed telling the people? No, I'd be de- we well, that too, but I'll be depressed like getting cut, bro. Oh, yeah. like getting Actually, cut. Yeah, we should do that. Like, Panasa, if you're listening, to face, <laughs> if you're listening to our pendejadas, like, give us the list, <laughs> and we'll night, we'll we'll find a way, we'll find a way, some kind of rat. We'll give them a call. Would this be like a you got served kind of thing? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you know like, when we'll you do a scavenger hunt. Just... <laughs> scavenger hunt. Yeah, man. Hey, but at least it's not as messed up as like baseball when you get traded mid game and be like, "Hey, right? yeah, you've been traded to another team." And it's like, yeah, we we send a truck, you know, to your apartment so they can pack up your stuff. It's like, bro, I got shit to do tomorrow. <laughs> right. I bro, had a I dentist had a appointment, like, man. I'm moving to. <laughs> What the fuck? It's like I have to go find a new Walmart, a new Target, like, bro. Uh, man, no that's, kidding. That's, but that's the worst. Uh, the only that this is like a massive transition because like we're we're kind of like pat pat on side here, backtracking a little bit. Um, the uh people were asking like what wingers we think that would be you know somebody that we could require from the league. I know, Christian, you know, you're a massive MLS fan and you know every single player and every single team. But is there, you know, 
Is there any player that you would want to bring, Rodrigo, or you? You know, you can say any name. I mean, people are not going to. No? Anybody? <laughs> no? Crickets. I like Lewis Morgan. That guy from. Oh, uh, uh, he's good. That he's guy good. was really good. He was he's obviously good. went Inter Milan, and then he went to New York Red Bulls. That's the type of player that the Dynamo need to pick up, man. He was a, you know, not a DP level guy. They brought him in. A young guy out of Scotland, if I'm not mistaken. And that dude has become a hell of a player. I think he's like 24, 25 now. And uh, his stock just keeps rising. So if, you know, if we're going to be optimistic about this offseason, it's to get a couple players like him, you know, on the on the low level. And hopefully, like, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for Nelson Quinones as well to get more minutes, uh, this couple mm-hmm. more games. And then obviously uh, next season. Uh, there's, I'm definitely over the experiment to an extent of like some of the wingers we have out there, like, you know, obviously Corey Baird, uh, Fafa, you know, they're great, great players. They have, they're, they have good qualities, but they're not consistent enough. So it's like, why not move on? Right. Like why not give somebody else an opportunity? Um, so yeah, I would say, uh, Lewis Morgan would be my guy that I would love to bring Omni now. He'll probably be a DP type of player uh, if we bring him, basically. So it, it may be out of reach. But the, do y'all want to throw Tam, in a name? We huh? can use that Tam shit. That yeah, Tam. exactly. Tam, Gam, Bam, Bam, Tam. Tam. Rodrigo? Oh, this, this league is so weird. Uh, it, it's, it is a little annoying, but honestly, it kind of it is what helps it be a little bit more even. But then you have LAFC that does crazy business. Yeah, like you're like, yeah, yeah. Super but if they don't win LAFC. anything, who cares, right? I mean, yeah. if they're not now, if they win the title, then you're like, oh, bunch snap. of clowns over there. Yeah, exactly. Fucking clowns. But yeah, Rodrigo, you have a name. I mean, I feel like no one that really is appealing just because if they're doing well, they're gonna stay with their team. You know, yeah, we're yeah. basically getting second tier, third tier players. That is oh, like, sure. well, at one point they were good, you know, or they could have had a breakout season. And you know, with, with with such a new coaching <laughs> staff, we're not going to have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like with such a new coaching staff, it's not we don't have that coaching staff that's like, oh, that player, we're going to make him into a star. Like, no. Yeah, and that's funny that you say, like, Corbett, because obviously we overpaid to an extent for him. Not as bad as I think LAFC did, but still, we, but it's kind of like, you know, listening to Onstad say, yeah, some of these guys have value. And you're like, really? They have value? And it's like, which sucker team is going to, you know, pay for them? And it was like, the Dynamo's not going to, like, they're trying to get rid of them. Like, there's not another Dynamo out there. You know, it, it even Cincinnati, for God's sakes, is about to make the playoffs, most likely. It's like, it took them, what, three years to get good? After winning, like, back-to-back, 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 winning spoons? Like, there is a little hope, right? I mean, granted, they could still choke, uh, but there is a little hope. And then maybe teams like Seattle, they won the uh, Champions League. It's looking like they may not make it, so... You know, this league is it's it's an interesting one for sure. But the more and I think this is something was mentioned before, but like they keep adding teams, man. We just keep dropping lower. I think Roger, you said that last last episode, and it's so true. I mean, at this point, 
I, you know, we keep believing that it's not going to get any worse and it keeps getting worse. Like, you know, at this point, maybe they hire a coach and they fire him six months in instead of nine. So you really don't know. You don't the dynamo, know. The, the dynamo hears those things and they're like, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I really think that's why they fired Nagamura. Cause you know, it got to the point that everybody was saying like, ah, man, even if they lost the next 10 games, he'll be fine. And that probably hurt someone's ego. And Ted uh, made that call. Like, no, fire that dude. They're making fun of us. You know, it just felt that way. Son of a gun. Freaking Dynamo. But Such Rodrigo, hard... here comes the mighty Dynamo. What's your question? Take uh, against Nashville on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, that game. I, I don't remember the time, but it's yeah, on it's Sunday. Yeah, Sunday at 7.30. It's like Sunday night. That's the, that's, the, uh, <laughs> that's the game that we were supposed to go, Christian. We were like, that's the game we're going to go to. And then things came out. I'm, I'm going to be out of town this for things that came weekend. out. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think things came out. Things babies popped up. Yeah, ne- next hey, for, let's make it yes. a pack though. Let's make it a pack. Like next season, let's pick a place around this time of next year and go. Like just go, you know. Especially like in my case, I'm gonna start getting more uh, flyer miles. Uh, you know, I-, I can try to cover cover a ticket, and uh, if yeah, I get it, I'll be in Houston. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, I, I don't, get it. I won't have any. When, any when would you be back in Houston? <laughs> uh, literally July first, I guess. There you go, Rodrigo will be back in Houston, dude. You know, yeah, people yeah. always ask about him. Like, damn, yeah. like that's a fucked up. <laughs> like, they don't even ask about me how I'm doing. Like, I, I just Ooh. like, yeah, I'm in that Ooh. podcast, and they're like, where's Rodrigo? And I was like, damn, this fool don't even show up to games, and they're asking about him. I go to the, Dallas games. The people of Rodrigo's. People love Rodrigo. I go to Dallas games to support the opponents. They always ask yes. about like, man, let Rodrigo talk more. Like he barely talks, and you guys talk over him. And we're like, dude, he's the little brother. You know, he's the one with the controller that is not connected. <laughs> That's how he's goes a young guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is a young Damn. guy. Damn. Yeah. Nah, but the people do love you, man. And so it'd be it'd be fun. I, I completely forgot that you were coming back next year. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I gotta show my skills on the um media, media game day or whatever you oh, call it. Oh yeah. If you play yeah, actually I, I played um this past weekend here with a friend, you know, we did the pickup thing. Man, I was completely sore, but gotta say you I played uh goalie in outfield or just outfield. On this one, it's funny, actually I played outfield for the most part, the whole game or the whole time until, like, man, we were just kept winning back to back to back until we got tired. We're like, hey, I'll just jump and go. And uh, and so we play in actually, like, concrete with oh, yeah. some nice goals, you know, like, I guess, tennis, fence around or whatever. That's what we played um, at, man. And then, like, the Last funny year. thing is, on one, I kind of dove down and, like, made a good save. And I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot I'm not playing in grass. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get up. I mean, I just scraped myself, you know. Became yeah, a la- last game, was it called last time we played? It got to the point that I was splitting time. Were you playing goalie sometimes, Christian? I think you did play a couple of times. But we're splitting with this <laughs> yeah, other guy. Barely, yeah. That it was like, I got scared because we got to the final. I'm like, bro, like, he's not that great. Like, we're going to get a little. We're going to get out of here. Yeah, so <laughs> I ended up moving him, like, after, like, we scored one goal. And then I stayed in goal the entire time. And. I think I only got scored one time and we won like well this the team we played, we we tied the first time. The hack machine team. Yeah. I, I was trying to remember who it was. 
That dude was dangerous. We won't say names because we see them often. Victor Arisa. I'm kidding. He's not. He wasn't in that team. <laughs> he wasn't in that team. But uh, but uh, yeah. No, it was fun, man. It was fun, fun too. So yeah, that's cool, man. That you'd probably be there for that. I completely forgot. Oh, that means I'm gonna get a to maybe sell a house. Yay. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I've said a million times talk about Nashville. Nobody jumped in, but so yeah, you I guess said we're gonna lose. That's fine. <laughs> hey, you said we were gonna be in fourth place. Guess who's in fourth place right now? Nashville. Yeah. Nashville's <laughs> in fourth place. But yeah, I guess I, I'm with you, man. I think we're we probably won't get any points out of that. Uh I'm gonna go with two one. I think two one. I mean, we're they're playing, you know, their best player being and I can't ever pronounce his name, but is it Mutar. Mutar? Hunting Mutar? Is that Mutar? Yeah. I call it he's, Mutar. He's like he's about to be the MVP, you know? Yeah, he's I was gonna say he's one of the you know runners to be the MVP. I mean the guy had been playing really well. Um and then obviously they're you know they just put I mean Simmer uh, Walker Simmerman, you know, such a good defender. That guy gets paid, you know, because he is a good defender. I mean, the guy can score. The guy can win. Why, why, why are you saying? You know, there's there's other <laughs> other defenders that get paid almost as much as him. But oh, okay. They're, they're not all that great. Uh, and then they have one of my favorite players, to be honest, for the Dynamo that was for a while with Joe Willis. Like, that dude, um, good player, you know, solid player. So Mr. Willis. It won't be it won't be an easy match. So yeah, I I say two one. Rodrigo, what's your prediction? Uh I don't know. He Who's wouldn't starting? just talk about Nashville. Look Who's at starting. Him. <laughs> <laughs> you feel I wanna see the thing is I still want to end on a positive note and be positive. Hey, it's not but... the only good thing is October is September. Your sadness month ended or is gonna end by the time the game is played. So <laughs> So Maybe you're possibly. saying we should win this game? Hey, you never know. We we beat them with a man down at home, but you know. But like at this that point, like Nashville's party. in. I feel like Dynamo. It's a game that you're playing for nothing. Like well, you're not, you like, see Nashville's like, in, but I mean, you really look at it and it's pretty dang tight, man. You have Nashville yeah. with 47, mm-hmm. Galaxy with 46, Portland with 46, Minnesota with 45, Salt Lake with 43. Seattle with 40. It's actually, you know, they need to beat the crap out of us to, like, clinch that fourth place at least. So, I don't know. Are we we thinking upset here? (laughs) No. We we could have ruined the plan. We beat them with 10 men, right? We beat them with 10 men at home. Who got red carded that game? Was it Lundy? We may need Lundy to get red carded again. Lundy. We're going to lose 3-1. I think we can get a tie, two-two. Rodrigo says two-two. Christian says three-one. Yeah, I, 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 guys, I, I really don't think we're gonna get ten wins now. It's, it's looking a little grim, but Galaxy. Yeah, I know, I know. There's Galaxy, and we tend to like beat LA. That's honestly the only happening we get lately around here with the Dynamo. Seems like LA is a team that we can beat, especially at home, but. Oh yeah, yeah. And you got Chicharito. Chicharito. That's gonna be a fun game, man. I can't wait to get my bubble head, my Ache Ache bubble head. Yeah, right. Those are gonna be, the, the, gonna be yeah, the one with the H. <laughs> Rumor has it that he has a training kit on. 
And he has street clothes. Yeah, street clothes. There you go. Street, street. He, he has earrings on the bottom. Yeah. He has earrings and he has that black shirt that he wears all the time. Half soccer, half uh, party. Digo, half uh, training. <laughs> but, all right, guys. I think we pretty much hit all the topics we're going to talk about. Christian, you, you want to let... You have to still go through the, the questions. Uh, no, we already did the questions. The fan questions? You never yeah, read them? We, you usually go like so-and-so from so-and-so. Well, we, there is the only one that was asked that was the same one. Yeah, oh my gosh. All right, we answered. Yeah, that. we'll, we'll give them their credit, though, because uh, Hootie's asked who's a winger prospect in the league that we that we look to acquire. Maybe I didn't say his name. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, then the other the question was basically the same thing. It was like... Uh, it seems that Coco DP is part of the MLS rule on transfers. If they knew this, why not say last season? Technically, they didn't. And, I mean, we already kind of answered this, but they, it wasn't that it was a for sure. It was that they buy the contract and they decided to buy it this season. So that kind of triggered that um, DP status. But, Christian, you want to let the people know how they can connect with us? They're probably going to sure. hate this episode. Sure thing. I already forgot, but let's do it. DynamoTheory.com. You can find everything and anything at Dynamo Theory, Instagram, Twitter, Rodrigo Segura, uh, zero one, and then Rudy Segura, three, because he has no zero in his name. And then you can find me at Chris Butalias. Don't forget DynamoTheory.com. And then right now, I mean, the World Cup is coming, bro. So all of these are going to be coming out about the World Cup. So obviously no more Dynamo for a little bit. So we're going to continue keeping on with the Dash. The Dynamo Tuesdays are going to, you know, halt for a minute until we get more new information. But I mean, the the, the articles are going to be, you know, keep pumping. So go check out Rudy's article on the on the, on the the Jersey's top 10 jerseys or his top 10. And then did you pick Wells in any of them? It wasn't, but I was close. I was close. Wait, wait did you do Homeware Away? I just decided to pick the best, the best the jersey. Top ten. Uh-huh. So yeah, so I'm like, okay, wait, wait. I had home and away for all of them, and then I picked so out of what is it, 64 jerseys? I picked ten. That's a lot. That's a lot okay. of jerseys. I haven't looked at the list, yeah. <laughs> but where did the France away rank first, bro? That okay. was the best. That's what I was gonna say because uh-huh. I think that was the best. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Who's the French? French jerseys. Oh, French. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, it was yeah. clean. It's clean, and it has with, all the, si- the, the city monuments. Well, yeah, because you. It just seems like little touches, like of color. But mm-hmm. if you look, it's like monuments. It's people. It's look pretty cool. Like history. It yeah, dude. Cool. You heard my. Right. You Mexico. My Mexico way a second. Come on. Yeah, ninth. We put it ninth. Ninth. Yeah. Mexico. Yeah. There's better ones out there, bro. There's better. There's ones. good ones. There's there's better. Better. Yeah. Well, if you look at the Mexico up close, though. No, like, I, I didn't say this that it was bad, nice. but like I, I don't want to nice. be like fully biased and throw. I mean, Argentina I mean, away. Love. Argentina's like up there. 60, I think it's fourth. Sixty-three. Fourth yeah. away. Away though. Yeah, the away one. The purple the one. Fire. The purple one. It's up there. Damn, you put it up there. Yeah. Oh, Why you don't like it? Nope. Looks like a goalkeeper. Goalkeeper. It does look interesting. It looks awesome. It's like dude. a goalkeeper jersey. I agree with that. It looks like. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off. Ask us a Messi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah I'll a... tell you after we stop recording what it means. So, but anyways, <laughs> Rodrigo. Rodrigo <laughs> Messi. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, Rodrigo, uh, if you want to uh, go ahead and close us out, man. 
All right. Well, with that, guys, uh, Houston fans, thank you for listening. And remember to always hold it down and keep it forever. Or let's go. <laughs> but after I go to sleep, I never heard him again. Yeah, he's literally. Real quick.